0: Section 12 of Modern Magic. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Modern Magic by Maximilian Shell Devere. Divination Second Sight. A special kind of divination, which has at times been evidenced in certain parts of Europe, and is not unknown to our Northwestern Indians consists in the perception of contemporaneous or future events during a brief trance generally the seer looks with painfully raised eyelids fixedly into space evidently utterly unconscious of all around him and engaged in watching a distant occurrence a peculiar feature of this phenomenon familiar to all readers as second sight is the exclusion of religious or supernatural matters the visions are always strictly limited to events of daily life deaths and births battles and skirmishes baptisms and weddings the actors in these scenes are often personally unknown to the seer and the transactions are as frequently beheld in symbols as in reality a man who is to die a violent death may be seen with a rope around his neck or headless with a dagger plunged into his breast or sinking into the water up to his neck the sick man who is to expire in his bed will appear wrapped up in his winding-sheet, in which case his person is more or less completely concealed as his death is nearer or farther off. A friend or a messenger, coming from a great distance, is seen as a faint shadow, and a murderer or a thief as a wolf or a fox. Another peculiar feature of second sight is the fact that the same visions are very frequently beheld by several persons, although the latter may live far apart and have nothing in common with each other the phenomena are sporadic in germany and switzerland in the dauphiné and the coventes they occur in larger numbers and are often hereditary in certain families in denmark the scottish highlands and the faroe islands in gaelic the persons thus gifted are called Tashatrim, seers of shadows or physician possessing knowledge beforehand hence they have been most thoroughly studied in those countries and Mr. Martin has gathered all that could be learnt of second sight in the Shetlands in a work of great interest. Here the phenomena are not infrequently accompanied by magic hearing also, as when funerals are seen in visions, and at the same time the chants of the bystanders and even the words of the preacher are distinctly heard. The most marked form of this feature is the taisk or wraith, a cry uttered by a person who is soon to die, and heard by the seer the dwellers on those remote islands are also in the habit of smelling an odour of fish often weeks and months before the latter appear in their waters a special kind of divination exists in wales and on the isle of man where the approaching death of friends is revealed by so-called body lights Calaberen court. the entirely unselfish character of second sight must not be overlooked as far as it increases in a high degree the value of such phenomena and adds to their authenticity in the great majority of cases the persons and events seen under such circumstances are of no interest to the seer they are frequently utterly strange and unknown to him and hence find no sympathy in his heart it appears as if by some unknown and hence magic process a window was opened for the soul to look out and behold whatever may happen to be presented to the inner vision this image is then transferred to the outer eye and the seer's imagination makes him believe that he sees in reality what is revealed to him by this mysterious process hence also the facts that persons gifted with second sight so far from laboring under diseases of any kind are almost without exception simple frugal men free from chronic affections and perfect strangers to hysterics spasms or nervous sufferings insanity and suicide are as unknown to them as drunkenness and no case of selfish interest or wilful imposture has ever been recorded in connection with second sight this does not imply however that efforts have not been made by others to profit by the strange gifts of such persons but even the career of the famous duncan campbell a deaf and dumb scot who in the beginning of the last century created an immense sensation in london only proved anew the well-known disinterestedness of these seers in many instances the gift of second sight is treated with indifference and hardly noticed such was the case with lord nelson who is reported to have exhibited the gift of a kind of second sight at least in two well-authenticated cases related by sir thomas hardy to admiral dundas and quoted by dr mayo as he had the account from the latter Captain Hardy heard Nelson order the commander of a frigate to shake out all the sails to sail towards a certain place where he would, in all probability, meet the French fleet, and, as soon as he had made it out, to run into a certain port and there to wait for Nelson's arrival. When the officer had left the cabin, Nelson turned to Hardy, saying, He will go to the West Indies, he will see the French, he will make the port I told him to make, but he will not wait for me. He will sail for England. The commander actually did so. In this case however nelson may possibly have only given a striking evidence of his power to read the character of men and to draw his conclusions as to their probable action in the following instance his knowledge appeared on the contrary as a magic phenomenon it was shortly before the battle of trafalgar when an english frigate was made out at such a distance that her position could not be accurately ascertained suddenly nelson turned to hardy who was standing by his side and said the frigate has been sighted by the french hardy had nothing to say in reply she sights the french she will fire presently in an instant the low sound of a signal shot was heard afar off in other cases the curious gift is born with great impatience and becomes a source of intense suffering this is certainly very pardonable in men who read impending death and the features of others and hence are continually subject to heart-rending impressions sometimes the moribund appears as if he had been lying in his grave already for several days at other times he is seen wrapped up in his shroud or in the act of expiring in some parts of germany the approaching death of a neighbour is announced by the appearance of death itself not in the familiar mythological form but as a white luminous appearance which either stops before the house of the person who is to die soon or actually enters it and places itself by the side of the ladder occasionally the image is seen to fill the seat or to walk in a procession in the place of a man as yet in perfect health who nevertheless soon falls a victim to some disease or sudden attack second sight is like all similar magic phenomena frequently mentioned in the writings of the ancients homer mentions a case in his odyssey apollonius of tyana was delivering an oration at ephesus when he suddenly stopped in the middle of a sentence and beheld in a vision the emperor domitian at rome in the act of succumbing to his murderers he fell into a kind of trance his eyes became fixed and he exclaimed in an unnatural voice down with the tyrant henry the fourth when still prince of navarre saw on the eve of st bartholomew several drops of blood falling upon the green cloth of a card-table at which he was seated in company with several courtiers the latter beheld the fearful and ominous sight as well as he himself german writings abound with the instances of men having seen their own funeral several days before their death and in many instances the warning is reported to have had a most salutary effect in causing them to repent of their sins and to prepare for the impending summons one of the most remarkable instances is that of a distinguished professor of divinity dr lysias in konigsberg he had inherited special magic power through many generations from an early ancestor who saw a funeral of a very peculiar nature with all the attending circumstances long before it actually took place he himself had his first revelation when lying in bed awake he saw suddenly his chamber quite light and something like a man's shadow pass him while on his mind not on his ear fell the words umbra matris tua although his mother had just written to him that she was in unusually good health and spirits she had died that very night on another occasion he astonished his friends by telling them what a superb new building he had seen erected in konigsberg giving all the details of church and schoolroom to a little gate in a narrow alley many years afterwards such a building was really erected there and he himself called to occupy part of it when that little gate became his favorite entrance Although he had many such visions, and his wife, succumbing to the contagious influence of magic powers, also foresaw more than one important event, he sternly refused to attach any weight to his own forebodings or those of other persons. Thus, a poor woman, possessing the gift of second sight, once came to some members of his family and told them she had seen seven funerals leave his house. When this was reported to him, he denounced the superstition as unchristian and forbade its being mentioned again in his presence but although there was not a sick person in the house at the time and even the older members of the family were unusually hale and hearty in a few weeks every one in the house was dangerously ill the head of the family alone excepted, and as three only escaped the seven deaths which had been foreseen actually took place the annals of swedish history record a remarkable case of this kind the scene was the old castle of gripsholm near stockholm a place full of terrible reminiscences and more than once made famous by strange mysteries a great state dinner given to a prince of baden had just ended when one of the guests count Frolish, suddenly gazed fixedly at the great door of the dining-hall and when he regained his composure declared that he had just seen their princely guest walk in wearing a different uniform from that in which he was actually dressed as he sat in the place of honour It was however a custom of the princes to wear one costume one day and another the next and thus to change regularly count prolish had seen him in that which he would accordingly wear the next day the impression was beginning to wear away and the accident was nearly forgotten when suddenly a great disturbance was heard without servants came running in women were heard crying and even the officers on guard were seriously disturbed the report was that king eric's ghost had been seen on the following day the prince of baden was thrown from his carriage and instantly killed his body was brought back to gripsholm here also we meet again with the exceptional powers granted to goethe he had just parted with one of his many loves the fair daughter of the minister of drusenheim frederica and was riding in deep thought upon the footpath when he suddenly saw not with the eyes of the body but of the spirit his own self in a new light grey coat laced with gold riding toward him when he made an effort to shake off the impression the vision disappeared it is strange however he tells himself that i found myself eight years later riding on that same road in order to see frederica once more and was then dressed by accident and not from choice in the costume of which i had dreamt a kindred spirit sir Humphrey davy had once a vision which strangely enough was fulfilled more than once in his attractive work consolations in travel he relates how he saw when suffering of jail fever the image of a beautiful woman with whom he soon entered into a most interesting conversation he was at the time warmly attached to a lady but the vision represented a girl with brown hair blue eyes and blooming complexion while his lady-love was pale and had dark eyes and dark hair his mysterious visitor came frequently as long as he was really sick but as his strength returned her visits became rarer and at last ceased altogether he forgot about it entirely but ten years later he suddenly met in illyria a girl of about fourteen or fifteen years who strikingly resembled the image he had seen and now recalled in all its details another ten years passed and the great chemist met once more in travelling a person who as strikingly resembled his first vision and became indebted to her tender care and kindness for the preservation of his life In some parts of the world this gift of second sight assumes very peculiar forms in africa for instance and especially in the countries adjoining the sahara men and women are found who possess alike the power of seeing coming events beforehand more than once european travellers have been hospitably received by natives who had been warned of their coming richardson tells us in his graphic account of his mission to central africa that his arrival had been thus announced to the chief and the people of tintalus in these words quote, a caravan of englishmen is on the way from tripoli to come to you End quote. the seer was an old negro woman a reputed witch who had a great reputation for anticipating events in the isle of france we learn from james Pryor in his voyage in the indian seas there are many men who can see vessels at a distance of several hundred miles one of them described accurately and minutely the wreck of a ship on the coast of madagascar from whence it was to bring provisions. A woman, expecting her lover on board another ship, inquired of one of these seers if he could give her any comfort. He replied promptly that the vessel was only three days' sail from the island, and that her friend was then engaged in washing his linen. The ship arrived at the appointed time, and the man corroborated the seer's statement. The great navigator relates even more surprising feats accomplished by the director of signals, fe Fay who saw vessels distinctly at a distance of from sixty to one hundred sea miles their image appeared to him on the horizon in the shape of a light brown cloud with faint outlines but yet distinctly enough to enable him to distinguish the size of the vessel the nature of its rigging and the direction in which it was sailing second hearing seems to be limited to the eastern part of scotland where it occurs occasionally in whole families mrs crow mentions for instance a man and his wife in berwickshire who were both aroused at night by a loud cry which they at once recognized as peculiar to their son it appeared afterwards that he had perished at sea in that night and at the same hour when the cry was heard in another case a man in perthshire was waked by his wife who told him that no doubt their son had been drowned for she had distinctly heard the splash as he fell into the water and had been aroused by the noise here the foreboding proved to be true the man had fallen from the yard arm and disappeared before a boat could be lowered, although his fall had been heard by all aboard. It must finally be mentioned that second sight has been noticed not in men only, but even in animals. Horses, especially, seem to be extremely sensitive to all magic influences, and accounts of their peculiar conduct under trying circumstances are both numerous and perfectly well authenticated. Thus, a minister in Lindholm, the Reverend Mr. Hansen, Owned a perfectly gentle and good natured horse, which all of a sudden refused to stand still in his stable, began to tremble and give all signs of great fear, and finally kicked and reared so wildly that he had to be removed. As soon as he was placed in another stable, he calmed down and became perfectly quiet. It was at last discovered that a person endowed with second sight had ascribed the strange behavior of the horse to the fact that a coffin was being made before his open stable, and that the horse could not bear the sight the man was laughed at but not long after the minister's wife died and for some special reasons the coffin was actually made in full view of the former stable of the horse dogs also have been reported in almost innumerable cases to have set up a most painful howling before the approaching death of inmates in a house where they were kept in england and in germany especially they are considered capable of seeing supernatural beings when they are seen to cower down of a sudden and to press close to the feet of their masters trembling often in all their limbs and looking up most piteously as if for help popular belief says all is not right with the dog or he sees more than men can see the memory of balaam's ass rises instinctively in our mind and we feel that this part of creation which groaneth with us for salvation and which was included among those for whose sake the lord spared nineveh may see what is concealed from our eyes samuel wesley tells us expressly how a dog specially bought for the purpose of frightening away the evil-disposed men who were at first suspected of causing the nightly disturbances at the parsonage barked but once the first night and after that exhibited upon the recurrence of those noises quite as much terror as the children nor are dogs and horses the only animals considered capable of perceiving by special instinct of their own the working of supernatural agencies during a series of mysterious disturbances in a german village the chickens fled in terror from the garden and the cattle refused to enter the enclosure when the appearances were seen swiss herdsmen have a number of stories concerning fade places in the alps to which neither caress nor compulsion can induce their herds to go even when pasture is rare everywhere else and rich grass seems to tempt them to come to the abhorred meadows storks have been known to have abandoned the roof-tree on which for years they had built their nest and in every case the forsaken house was burnt during the summer this and other peculiarities of sagacious animals have been specially noticed in denmark where all animals are called sinsk seers, when they are believed to possess the gift of second sight. End of section twelve.